Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker signed a letter urging Massachusetts colleges and universities to lead the state's push towards an endemic phase of the COVID-19 pandemic. With schools and parts of the state taking steps back to normal, we checked the pulse of Boston University to see how people feel about these changes. This is COVID in College, a BU news service podcast reported by Aditi Balasubramanian, Vinette Simon, Shana Singh, and me, Grace Knoop, and edited by Rusty Gorlick. I'm your host, Grace Knoop. And I'm Rusty Gorlick. We spoke to BU Chief Health Officer and Director of Student Health Services, Judy Platt, who says things are trending in the right direction on the city and state level. The university saw an Omicron variant-induced pandemic-high 423 positive tests on January 4th, 2022, but has averaged less than 100 positive cases per day since February 2nd. I think we're already starting to see our campus coming out of this, and not just our campus. We're seeing the city and the state as well. Um, Cases are rapidly dropping. Um, Hospitalizations are decreasing. So these are good metrics for us to look towards, um, and and I think we are in a good place there. But if you want to speak more broadly about all of the public health implications that COVID has had, we know that when we look at mental health, emotional health, well-being, that that has really been a place that uh, students, employees, people in general have struggled. Hassan Faruqi, vice president of student government, also worries about the mental health impacts the pandemic has had and continues to have on BU's campus. Mental health, I think, definitely worsened as the pandemic started. And people are not able to see one another. People are worried about their own health and the health of their family members. Um, certainly here on campus, this is one of the most important issues, one of the things that we hear from people all the time. In order to combat social isolation and the depression and anxiety that can come with that, Governor Baker is urging colleges and universities to take the first step in returning toward normalcy, as his cabinet members state in their letter. Now is the time to reconsider these protocols to help promote a return to healthy social interactions, including remote learning, restricting or discouraging group activities, overly aggressive surveillance testing, and mass type requirements. BU is already loosening quarantine restrictions, in part to reduce the negative mental health effects quarantining for 10 days had on students. In addition to quarantine time dropping to five days, per the Center for Disease Control's recommendation, Back to BU says, on-campus students may need to move to isolation housing, depending on their housing location and room type. We strongly encourage students who are able to return home by a private car and safely isolate at home if possible. This is a change from the university requiring all on-campus residents to move to quarantine housing after a positive test. One BU student, Christina Nicholas, has recently recovered from COVID and has left on-campus isolation housing, detailing her experience with us. Um, The process was simple. They gave me a phone call a couple of hours after I found out that I tested positive, which worked because I did not have a roommate here at the time. Um, And the isolation housing was relatively close to me, but if it wasn't, they were going to offer transportation. Um, It was different than what I expected. We had roommates this semester in isolation, um, which is not what I would have anticipated with COVID, but there were so many people testing positive when they arrived that there really was no other option than to pair people up. Um, But it was easy. They dropped off food and stuff and we had a break when we could go outside during the day, but for the most part, we were just staying inside and waiting out the few days. 
Quarantining students found that they have to advocate for themselves after entering isolation housing because of the influx of positive cases in the first few weeks of the spring semester. I think that it's challenging when you're in isolation to sometimes reach out and get necessary help while you're there. Um, I had an allergic reaction while I was there and had some difficulty getting help when I had the reaction. Um, it was not a dangerous one, but it was definitely uncomfortable being there and not really having the necessary contact information to get the help you really needed. Although we would all like to move on from Zoom calls, remote learning, and isolation housing, it is important to keep up with COVID protocols while we await the unknown of any new potential variants. BU student Maya Shrestha shared her concerns with us. I just don't think it's like time yet. I think it's Obviously, everyone wants to get back to normal because nobody enjoys like doing Zoom classes or, you know, not being like restricted in your social activities and stuff. But I don't think it's necessarily I don't think we're at the point where we can do that because we're still interacting with so many vulnerable people and people are still getting sick. Naya Jordan, president of student government, has a slightly different perspective. She believes that as more students and Boston residents become more resilient against the virus, Governor Baker has the right idea in moving into an endemic type of world, but individuals still need to stay accountable. So it's still being taken seriously, but it's yeah. like, oh, even if you get it, like, it won't be as bad. I mean, like, I still don't want to get it. I can't say, like, when I do go to class that I'm, like, just completely nervous because I think the BU community very much has like an attitude of like kind of of not doing really stupid things. Despite the fact that 98.8% of the student population is fully vaccinated, Hassan, the VP of student government, shared with us his thoughts on why he thinks it's important to stay accountable. Certainly the balls in Governor Baker's court as far as improving the vaccination rates in Massachusetts, which are pretty good, but then also making sure that we have folks vaccinated across the country because certainly people are always traveling, especially with a place like Boston, people are always coming in and out. So if people are not vaccinated elsewhere and they're bringing COVID here, um, not only is that bad with the current variants, but the more that people are unvaccinated and the more that COVID is running rampant among the population, the more variants that we're going to see. And we don't know what future variants could look like. Judy Platt spoke about how she and the university have to balance the needs of people ready to move back to normal with the views of community members who are more vulnerable to the virus. Governor Baker's um, announcement, as well as some pretty um, visible commentary by other professors. Um, there were two professors from UMass that came out very publicly and stated that we have really been conservative um, at colleges and universities. And I think what's interesting is that going into the pandemic, um, higher ed, particularly in Massachusetts, we really helped to lead the way with testing and protocols that we have vaccination mandates with protocols that could be put into place because we were trying to think of the spectrum of the population that we have here at BU and certainly at the other universities as well. So you might have someone who's at very low risk of illness, very low risk of hospitalization or death, but you could also have someone that's at high risk, someone who's not able to be vaccinated or someone whose immune system doesn't respond in the same way. And even if they have been able to get vaccinated, don't have that same level of protection. So I think colleges and universities, and specifically I can speak to BU, were really thoughtful to think about our entire population. And so what that has meant is that some people feel that the restrictions have been 
too conservative. And some people have felt like the restrictions have not been conservative enough. And we're trying to hear all of those concerns while balancing this with the data that we have on our own population and um, in the city and the state. As the Omicron variant still remains, students still run the risk of testing positive as they move forward and gathering in larger groups and becoming more social as a whole. Lastly, Hassan gave his own advice to students who have tested positive or are worried about entering isolation in the future. But I will say, um, certainly just to be um, calm. I know this can be a very overwhelming and stressful experience. You've been diagnosed with COVID. That's a bad thing. But um, the good thing is, especially if you're vaccinated, you will be fine in pretty much every case. So just bear through it and make sure that you are leaning on the people around you for support. Make sure that you're reaching out to professors or friends in your classes. Um, so that you don't fall behind and so that you also have the support that you need from them. I think professors will, especially right now, be a little more lenient as far as, first of all, giving you a recorded lecture, but also in terms of extending deadlines or allowing you to miss assignments and such. Um, but all of that can only happen if you ask. And I know that that can be a scary process as far as like advocating for yourself. Like I still feel that, but um, that is the best thing that you can do to make sure that you are, first of all, healthy, which is most important, but then also that you're going to be successful academically.